I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The fewer things you try to focus on then, naturally, the stronger you'll get at each one of them. Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. My next live event called Work On Your Game Live will be taking place January 21st and 22nd, Miami, Florida. The two-day event will be covering leadership on day one, communication on day two. But let me tell you what's more important than even the material I'm going to give you on those two days because you already listened to my show. You've read my books. You already know about me. You know I'm 100% substance all the time. No fluff, no garbage. But what's even more important than what you're going to get from me at that Work On Your Game Live are the people that you're going to meet. I get people coming to me all the time asking, Dre, I need better quality prospects. I need to build a network. I need to make connections. I want to have better and higher quality relationships. How does that happen then? It does not happen through your phone. It doesn't happen through social media. It doesn't happen on Facebook. It doesn't go down in the DM. You need to meet people face to face, person to person, eye to eye, look people in their faces and shake hands where you are physically in the same space as them. That's where real relationships get built. And you ask anyone you know who is very successful or a person you know who makes a lot of money, whatever you consider to be a lot, I guarantee you they have a whole lot of in-person, real-life relationships. Doesn't mean they don't use the phone or computer, but those relationships get built and the real money gets made when face-to-face interactions and handshakes occur. If you want to be one of those people and you're ready to step up to that next level, you need to go to where the relationships and the connections are at. And the next place they're going to be at is in Miami, January 21st, 22nd, and work on your game live. Go to workonyourgame.live to get all details, register your seat, and I'll see you in Miami. That's workonyourgame.live. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and you get the community access, member only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one on one coaching that is for high level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group or working with me one on one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there, boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, a whole bunch of books we've written all under one unifying philosophy that is called 
work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, three things to eliminate that do not matter. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you succeed and advance through the process of elimination through today's masterclass, if you couldn't tell. Now, before I get to that, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text message that I think you will probably want to receive. If you agree, all you have to do is send a text message to my text number, which is 305-384-6894. Text me there right now. And then every day you are going to receive my daily motivation text straight to your phone every single morning, free of charge, normal text message rates apply. Now, with that said, now let's get into today's topic, which is three things to eliminate that do not matter. These are things that are taking up space in your mind. And I'm talking specifically, I'm talking about mentally. And when you free up space mentally, it'll be much easier for you to figure out how to free up space physically if you need to. And we also always have to remember our human limitation of focus, even though I know that in our Superman and Superwoman moments, we may get into the state of thinking that we could just take on anything and everything and we could do a whole lot of things at once and we can multitask because maybe we've been doing it successfully or what you consider to be successfully up until this point. But understand that human beings, we do have some limitations. One of them is that as of what we agree with in today's science is that we're all going to die at some point. So your time is not unlimited. And also your focus is also limited. You cannot focus on more than one thing at a time. And the more things you try to focus on at once, the more you are taking away focus from the other things. And we try to focus on more than one thing. You are not giving your best nor getting your best. You're not giving your best to, nor are you getting your best from anything when your focus is divided on, your focus is divided between two or more things. So as the arithmetic goes, we eliminate the space that you are giving to extra things that can be eliminated. I'm going to tell you what they are here today. Then you will have more focus capacity to focus more on the things that you do need and that you do want, the things that do matter the most to you. So these things I'm going to tell you to eliminate, these are things that I am going to, I'm going to make the assumption, and you can reject these assumptions if you wish. I'm going to make the assumption that these things I'm telling you to eliminate, you don't need. That if you stop focusing on them completely, it will not hurt the quality of your life. There may be some exceptions, and you can let me know what they are if you are an exception. But I'm going to go out and assume that these are eliminatable. These are fungible things that you may be focusing on. And no matter how little or how much, and if you stop focusing on them completely, you have freed up at least some space that you can now put more into the things that matter the most to you in life, which will give you an advantage over other people who are not listening to this or are listening, but they don't take heed to what I'm saying. And they keep trying to focus on more than one thing, and therefore they are beneath their full capacity. So if you want to, be able to take advantage and beat other people just by eliminating things. And I'm going to tell you how to do it here today. And this is something that I want to remind you, a thing that I've talked about a lot and something that I want all you to keep in mind is that in our world today, being that we can do so many things at once and we can at least make it feel like we're doing a whole lot of different things just with you no know, one person, two hands and one brain, is that your advances in life, the things that are going to make you advance in life often it's a whole lot of things you need to get rid of, not a whole lot of things you need to do more of. Now, I'm not saying there aren't some things you might need to do more of, but the number, if you take who you are today, all right, take the person that you are today, and let's say 10 years from now, you have reached all of your goals, at least your goals as they stand today. Hopefully, 
10 years from now, you set some new goals because you already reached the old goals. And I cover that in my book, The Mental Workbook, which if you don't have it, you can get it in the Mental Game Advanced Bundle when you go to mirrorofmotivation.com. It'll be on the second page. But let's just say 10 years from now, you have reached all the goals that you have today. Here's my assertion that in order for you to reach those goals 10 years from now, you will have eliminated more things than you have added. You follow what I'm saying? So you take everything you got going on right now. There are some things that you will do more of. There are things you're doing right now that you're going to do more of. And there are things you're not doing that you're going to start doing. So there will be several additions to your life in the next 10 years in order to reach the goals. I'm not saying as a result of the goals. I'm saying to reach them, there will be some additions. But I guarantee the number of additions will be dwarfed by the number of subtractions. There are more things you need to get rid of than there are things you need to add in order to reach your goals, to become the person that you want to become. And I kind of just I explained around that here in the introduction and that since we are limited as human beings to only being able to focus on one thing at a time, the fewer things you try to focus on, then naturally, the stronger you'll get at each one of them. So. That's why I'm saying there will be additions that and when you focus more on something, you may add some things to the things that you're doing in that space. But when you eliminate now, you're freeing yourself up to do that adding. All right, there's only so much adding you can do when you're dissipating your focus in so many different directions. So you're going to be doing a lot more eliminating than you will be doing adding as you get closer and closer to your goals and let the next 10 years prove this out. All right, don't don't try to figure out how that makes sense right now. Just remember that I said it in 10 years from now, when you have hit all your goals and you're making a testimonial case study video that I can post on workingyourgame.com. Just remember that I told you this. So now let's get into our points. Today's topic, once again, three things to eliminate that do not matter. Number one, news. N-E-W-S. Eliminate news. Now, why am I telling you to eliminate news? In episode 1474, I told you to stop watching the news. And you can listen to the episode to hear exactly why and what I'm saying there. When I say eliminate news, what I mean is eliminate taking in or finding yourself running around like the chicken little every time you hear or are alerted to something that someone, for whatever reason, wants you to get all excited about. Oh, this thing happened. This person said this. This person's doing this. This person replied to this. You don't have to go responding or reacting to everything that you hear or see. If you want to, you can. And if you're using it in a strategic way, that's fine. Just make sure you understand what that strategic way is, because if you don't know what the strategy is, then there's not a strategy. For example, I'm a person who will, as I mentioned, I'll go on Twitter and I'll scroll through my timeline and see what people are talking about. It might be some news item that I hadn't heard about or some person telling some story from their life that I can find an angle on and respond to. But I do that in a strategic way. I do it in a strategic way in that. Sometimes I take something that I saw somebody say on Twitter and that I responded to, maybe even engaged with this person on, and it becomes material for this very show right here. Sometimes I use it for that. Sometimes I'll engage with something. It might be something that I said and somebody responds to me and that becomes material for something I'm going to write or something I put in my book or something that I use for you know, a keynote speech that I give. So I'm doing it in a strategic way. I'm not just randomly talking about stuff just to be talking about it. And that's what I mean when I say eliminate news. You don't need to be, let alone talk about it. You need to be looking at it. You need to even need to know that it exists. If something is actual news, it will find you. You do not need to go looking for it. The news, the institution of news, at least as we have it here in America, and this is the place that I've lived. So this is the place that I can speak on. And if you're in another country, maybe it's like this, maybe it's not. You can let me know. 
But the news industry in America is designed to sensationalize. That's the whole point of the news industry. It is not designed to inform. And those are two different things because I can give you a whole lot of information without ever exciting you. That's what I mean. News is just telling you what's going on. Sometimes the things that are going on are exciting, but oftentimes they're not. Uh, it's not every day that there's a whole bunch of exciting things going on, at least with the type of stuff that the news networks report. But they design it and they share it in such a way as to sensationalize because that keeps you excited. That keeps you in a heightened state and the more aroused and heightened you are. Studies have shown they have you no know, scientists and engineers and experts who know about this stuff. The more heightened and aroused you are, the more likely it is you'll keep paying attention to the news. And the more attention you give the news, the more they can monetize that attention. This is how they make their money. And as I said, it's the news industry. It is not just news for news. It's an industry. It's a business. And everybody has to eat the same way that you have to eat. So the fear or the anger that they can trigger in you or the anxiety the news can trigger in you, that works better and a whole lot faster and it lasts longer than just giving you a whole bunch of positive energy. So this is the business model of the news networks, in case you didn't know. News takes up your time because it's a never-ending stream where if there is no story out there, they will create a story out of nowhere. Why? Because, again, these people have to eat. And any of you who knows anyone who works in journalism or works in, well, let's, let's just say the journalism industry, anyone who was a professional writer who writes about current events or writes about things going on, that person, is they don't just write whenever something happens. All right. These people don't just, hey, it's not like, hey, just write something whenever you feel like it or right, talk about something whenever you get the idea to talk about something. It's just like me right here with this show. The show comes out every day. If the show was every Tuesday, Thursday. It'd be every Tuesday, Thursday. If I didn't have anything that I could think of for the next Tuesday or Thursday episode, I'm going to have to come up with something because I have already made the promise to you, the audience, that I'm putting out an episode every Tuesday and Thursday. The news networks are exactly the same. They tell you we're going to be on TV for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, telling you about something. And you tune in to hear whatever that something is. So even when there's nothing really going on, they have to come up with something to tell you. And the more sensational it is, the more likely you keep coming back. And again, this is how they keep making their money. This is the news industry. This is the industry and what it's become here in the United States. And unfortunately, it's gotten to the point that they will take things and kind of distort stories to where they're not even telling you the actual objective truth of a situation, they will twist it and turn it in certain ways to get you more anxious, more fearful, more angry, more annoyed because they found that that keeps you coming back even more or it keeps you from leaving in the first place. So this is where the news is. And again, the more they do this and the more successful they are at it, and they're very good at it. Trust me, even if you think you're immune to it, you go watch the news for a little while, you'll find yourself watching more. They're pulling away your focus and your focus is the most valuable thing that you have connected to your time and you focus on something you're giving it time and time is the most valuable resource you have. And I told you about this in episode 1690, a dark secret that the social media platforms don't want you to know. They are monetizing your time. You think Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and Facebook are free? No, they're not free. You think TikTok is free? No, it's not free. It's monetizing the most valuable thing you have, which is your time. People think things are free because it's not costing you money. And time is more valuable than money. So these news networks and social media as well, as a matter of fact, they are engineered to grab your attention. And I'm talking about the news here and to pull at your emotions. Do not fight human nature and think you can just watch news and watch news and take in news. And you're not going to have your emotions pulled at. All right, they are engineered to do it. And engineers, last time I checked, they're pretty smart. All right. So just ignore it all together so you don't have to util utilize your willpower trying to fight against your human nature. All right. They have scientists 
they are engineering things to use your human nature. You're trying to fight against it. Don't fight that battle. Not because you can't win, because it's just a waste of your energy fighting a battle you don't even have to fight in the first place. So eliminate news. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is three things to eliminate that do not matter. Number two, focus on other people's business. This is something to eliminate. I'm not telling you to focus on other people's business. I'm telling you to eliminate any focus that you give to another person's business. The only people's business who you should care about are people whose businesses intertwine with yours, such as your kids, such as your significant other, no people in your immediate family. You got a business partner, the people you work with. That's it. Nobody else. Do not focus on another person's business. Even if they're posting it on their feed every single day, don't focus on another person's business. Even if they're telling you about it, don't focus on other people's business. Even if there are stories being written about it, do not focus on other people's business. Why is this? Let me give you the first logical, practical reason, because every minute you spend focusing on another person's business, guess whose business you're not focusing on? Your own. Unless you can draw a direct line between other people's shit and your work, ignore it. Let me repeat that. Unless you can draw a direct line between other people's shit and your work, ignore other people's shit. I'm making this as simple as possible so that you don't have to. So there's no what if. I'm trying to eliminate any possibility of what if questions that come from a statement like this. If there's no direct line, direct correlation between other, what other people got going on and what you have going on, then what they have going on is not your business. No matter how much they talk about it, no matter what they claim to be doing, it ain't your business. You got to focus on your own business. For example, and I get comments and you know, questions and text messages from people and DMs of basketball fans, for example, who will come to me and they'll ask me to comment on something that happened in sports. Or if it's not basketball fans, somebody, somebody might ask me to comment on something that happened in media. Someone will respond to one of my emails and say, Dre. Might be cool for you to write an article or do a podcast episode on this topic or that topic. I get this all the time. People trying to give me suggestions on content to create when ideas for content is actually like the last type of suggestion that I need from anybody. But people do it all the time. And when I get these kind of comments, sometimes it's an actual good idea. Sometimes people offer me an idea. Hey, you should talk about this. And I've already talked about it. And I tell them what I did. It's right here. You can go find it. Or somebody might say, well, hey, what do you think about this? And I'll say, you know what? That's actually a good idea. And then I do go talk about it. And many times, though, someone says, well, I want to talk about this. And I say, well, I'm not going to talk about that because I don't really have any I don't really have anything to offer on the subject. I once had a guy come on my website and he was saying, Dre, I've been reading your articles and looking at your videos and stuff in this cool, But I wonder why. And he was saying you're a basketball player, but you don't have any articles on basketball players using marijuana. What do you think about it? Why have you made anything about that? And I explained to this individual that. I don't smoke marijuana. I don't have any experience on it. I don't really have an opinion on it and I don't really give a damn about it. So I don't really have anything to say on the subject. I understand I have an an idea of why he was asking the question, but I don't have anything to offer on the subject. And if I did, I would have already said it long before he made that comment in the first place. So sometimes you got to be able to look at a you got to be able to look at things and notice that they're there. And if there's no direct line, as I said, between what you got going on and what that thing is, just leave it alone. Just leave it there. Somebody else can talk about it. And again, sometimes I do take these topics and talk about them, but many times I don't because they just don't have relevance to what I'm talking about. Somebody today, as a matter of fact, was saying to me, well, Dre, why don't you talk about how they were asking me a question that was related to going to a therapist, like how some people go to therapists and how traditional therapy 
does not work. And they were trying to offer me this angle of how something that I say or something that I do could actually help people, help certain types of people better than therapy could help those types of people. There's more context in it, but it's not important for me to make this point. And I said back to this person very briefly, I don't have any experience in that area on which to base my that conversation. I get what you're saying. And I appreciate it. It was kind of a compliment that they were offering me. Like, hey, something that you're doing could help this type of person better than going to a therapist. But I don't have any experience in therapy. So what am I going to say about it? I can't really throw rocks at a, a situation that I don't really know anything about. I don't have any experience in. So I just have to leave it alone. So sometimes you got to take what other people think is a good business focus and throw it in garbage. As I've told you, sometimes you got to take best advice that you get from people who know, love and trust you and throw it in the trash because their advice is not actually going to help you get to where you want to go. So if I do use a suggestion or a question or a topic that someone throws at me, I only do so strategically. Only if I can find a way to connect that topic to the work on your game philosophy. Anything I talk about, I connect it back to the work on your game philosophy. And if I can't connect it to the work on your game philosophy, I don't talk about it ever. I've been asked to comment on more things over the years than I know actually end up commenting on. And sometimes people ask me comment on things I already did. I'll give you an example. My hometown, Philadelphia 76ers, as of this recording, by the time you hear this, the basketball season will have started. But as of this recording, it didn't start yet. And one of our best players, a guy named Ben Simmons, he didn't play well in the recent 2021 NBA playoffs. And as of this recording, who knows what has changed by the time you hear this, he didn't want to play for the team anymore. And that's something that I did actually go and speak on. A couple of people asked me about it before I had made a, a video on it. That's something I did actually go speak on because I could connect it back to the concepts of mental toughness. I can connect it to having balls. I can connect it to personal accountability. I can connect it to performance. But let's just say something else happens like a rapper. This is another rapper. And you no, know, I don't even know who these rappers are. I don't even give a damn what they're talking about. I'll probably leave that one alone. So you got to know what you can invest in and what you can't. And if you can use it in a strategic manner, and if you can't, then you got to have the discipline to just leave it alone. Media, the whole concept of media, all media is built on our human ability to stay out of inability, rather, excuse me, our human inability to stay out of other people's business. And social media is based on our propensity to tell everybody our own business. All media, news media, social media is based on the fact that you cannot ignore other people talking about their business, even when it's not your business. And the post, that's the consumer side. The producer side of social media and everybody who posts, if you post on social media, you're a producer. That's based on our propensity to want to tell everybody else our business. Why? Because we're all naturally on some level narcissistic. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is three things that you can eliminate that don't matter that will give you more time and space to do what matters to you. Number three, Eliminate investments that are not producing a return. This should be a simple concept for all of us, but how many of us are actually doing this? How many things are you investing time, money, attention, energy, focus into that are not actually producing a return on investment for you? You might think that this is what I just said. You might think this is kind of common sense. Isn't that kind of common sense to tell people don't invest in anything that's not giving you anything back? Okay, that's fine. Let me ask you a question. How much time are you spending every day, every week on stuff that is doing absolutely nothing for you? Is it zero? Because if the answer is anything more than zero, then apparently it's not that common sense, is it? That sense is not that common, rather. I'm a business owner. 
I want to improve my business. One way for me to improve my business is to charge higher prices to higher quality clients who can afford to actually pay the higher prices. And I can give them even more value for their dollars, which means in exchange for me doing that, because again, human limitation, in exchange for that, I would have to give or I could give less time and less energy to low ROI people who simply are not yet in the market for my highest value offerings, the existing offerings and soon to come offerings. Now, I could still serve those people, but I wouldn't give as much personal time and attention to the people who couldn't afford the higher value offerings. This is, for example, that's just an example, but that's an elimination that can help me elevate. This is not producing. This thing over here is not producing the return that I want. So let me give less time to this and let me get more time to this thing that can produce the return I want. And in exchange, now I get more of what I want. I give the people that I want to serve more of what they want and I give less to the people who can't give me what I want. Now, the people over here who I'm not giving to anymore, they might want more of me, but because they can't give me what I need, I got to make a selfish decision and say, well, look, I can't make an investment in you because you can't provide the return that I need. That's just, sometimes that's just the equation that you got to play. Sometimes that's the way the game has to go. So sometimes in life, and this is the thing you can eliminate, you can do this right now, give less investment to things that are not producing a return and give more of an investment to things that are producing a return. Now, again, this sounds very trite and very simple. Well, sometimes on this show, I'm going to tell you things that are trite and simple. And what you need to ask yourself when you realize this is, okay, am I following this trite and simple advice already in my own life? And if I'm not, okay, then it's a good thing that Dre said it because I wasn't even following this, even though it sounds pretty, you no know, quote unquote, common sense. Now, everything's common sense when you know it. And it's not common sense when you're not doing it. Let's recap today's class, which is three things to eliminate that don't matter. These are things that are taking up space in your mind and eventually taking up space for you physically. And this is all about you respecting your human limitation that you can only focus on one thing at a time. Number one, eliminate news. News is designed to sensationalize and fear works better and faster than positivity. So remember that the business model of news and media is to grab your attention and monetize your time. Don't give away your time for free. Don't fight human nature either. Just ignore it. Number two, and I don't mean ignore human nature. I mean, ignore the news so you don't have to try to fight your willpower of or utilize your willpower of ignoring it. Number two, focus on other people's business. Do not do this. Eliminate your focus on other people's business. Unless you can draw a direct line, direct line between other people's shit and your work, ignore it. All right. You don't have to comment on everything that happens. You don't have to get involved in everything that someone else wants you to get involved in unless you can draw a direct strategic line between what other people are doing and saying and what you need to do and say, then leave it alone. Number three, investments that do not produce a return. You would think that this is common sense. My question then is, how much time are you spending every day and week on things that are not producing a return for you, but you said it's common sense to not invest in things that are not producing a return? One way to do so, for example, if you're a business person, you can stop giving your time and energy to low return clients and customers and give more time to high return clients and customers. Now there's a trade-off because your low return clients and customers might want actually more of your time, but because they can't give you what you want, then you got to be selfish and hey, sorry, low return customers, but I got to focus on my high return customers. This is a limitation. Again, human limitation that you must respect. You cannot do everything at the same time. You can't be everywhere at once. You got to figure out where to give and where to take away because as I've told you, Many of your advances in life are not sourced from doing more. They are from doing less. So when you do less of the low ROI stuff, you have the capacity now to do more of the high ROI stuff. But you got to have the discipline to look at your situations in life and decide which is which and then make the tough choices that come with it. 
I told about I told you about making tough choices in a recent episode of this show, which was episode number 1830. Powerful people make tough choices. Send me a text. You want to get my daily motivation text, which I send out directly to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And Working Your Game University's open group coaching and visual coaching. All the courses are in there as well. Go to workingyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.